Today's episode is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor and the best app for buying and selling tickets for sports and music. Their new feature is SeatGeek Marketplace. It's an easy way to sell tickets without getting hijacked by ridiculous after the sale costs. Go to SeatGeek.com BS to learn how to buy and sell tickets on SeatGeek. Today's episode is also brought to you by Simply Safe, the best way to protect your home without writing huge checks or signing long-term contracts with no way out. You know that feeling, Katie Nolan. <laughs> Uh, seriously, why wouldn't you want a home security system that gives you 24-7 protection for just $14.99 per month? Visit simplysafebill.com and get an exclusive offer for 10% off. Finally, a home security you can trust. Again, simplysafebill.com. Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast and the Channel 33 podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Catch up on any episodes you missed at billsimmonspodcast.com. And remember, I have a new show launching on HBO at some point over the next 19 years. Shout out to HBO and we're off. I probably could have done all that before you got here. No, you did a really good job, though. Thank you. It was fun to listen to. When's that show coming out? I don't know. Who knows? You just have to stay tuned. I went to uh, the fight game. They were taping the fight game yesterday. HBO does a show, the boxing mm-hmm. show, Jim mm-hmm. Lampley. Yeah. He read off the teleprompter for like a minute and 15 seconds straight, just completely flawlessly, and it really kind of psyched me out for everything I want to do. Well, you just read that really, really well. Yeah, but I'm th- he's Jim Lampley, though. Like, yeah. There's like five or six people who are just broadcasters. Like Costas could just give a monologue, an off-the-cuff, beautiful broadcaster monologue for four and a half minutes without any flaws whatsoever. I feel like I would have like 19 flaws. I'm not a traditional broadcaster. You're way more of a traditional broadcaster than I am. That is okay. Maybe. Actually, we're both a-traditional, I guess. That's Katie Nolan. That's Katie Nolan's voice right there. Hi. I think you're the first official... Female only podcast guest I've had, but it's not because it's it's a weird male female thing. It's because mostly it's just been my four friends who keep coming on. Wait, female only? Like you had people who were hybrids? What does that mean? No, I mean like only? I've had females on the podcast, but I haven't had a whole podcast with just a female guest. That's it. He's laughing because last night I yelled at him for calling women females. We don't like it. Women? Yeah, women's good. Well, would I say a woman guest? No, no, a female guest. Lady like the guest? word female as a descriptor is fine. Lady but when guest? you say like when it comes to females, that's bad. Don't do that. Women? Women. When it ladies? comes to women. Ladies. Girls not good. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches I wouldn't have said. Yeah. That I would did. have been a bad start to the podcast. It would. You're in Los Angeles. Yeah. You're scared of Los Angeles. No. No, nah, you're a little scared. A little not scared. Really? I don't scared. There's no sports fans out here. That's not true. It is. See, now you're putting them in a position where I have to defend Los Angeles, yeah, the city well, so that gave us the Lakers and Kobe Bryant. This is how it always goes with us, that you defend L.A. to me, when I'm pretty sure you hated it here, too, originally. When I hated it when I got here? No, like when you, before you came here, you were oh, like, I hated Ew, LA. L.A. I kind of still hate L.A. Yeah, down. okay, so... But it's great to live here. I mean, look at today. Okay. You so strolled this... up. You're wearing like a sleeveless shirt because it's so warm outside. It's, it's great. True. You'd be busting. You'd have like a parka on, scarf, gloves. But like, I don't want to work today. Being right. inside and working and looking out at this lovely day is torture. At least in New York or Boston, it's rainy and cold. And it's like, I might as well work. So you're saying the East Coast and how depressing the weather situation is, mm-hmm. which then depresses the people. Mm-hmm. It makes people want to work because that's really their only recourse. Yeah. I find my happiness in my work because there's nothing else to make me happy in New York. Well, there's drinking and eating. Well, yeah. 
but you can get that anyway. This is an interesting topic because I worry about this sometimes with with when weather makes people too happy. Yeah. Does it reduce their drive? It does. And also, like, games are on really early out here. Well, that but that part's good, though. No, it's not good. No, because, that's Well, good. it's good for, I mean, it doesn't really matter for us because it's our job to watch them. But, like, if you worked an office job, then I, sometimes games are on, like, 4 o'clock. You're still at work. You just leave early. That's what you can just leave here. early you whenever you want to. You just go. You, just go you guys are so lazy. If you go back after you've had football the way it is now, yeah. when you go back east and you're waiting until one o'clock for the first game, it feels like it's 100 hours long. Well, so I wake up at like noon on Sunday. So it's sort of like how it is out here. That's true. You don't have kids. Oh, just wait. Yeah. Till you have a, you have one kid. That's all going to change. OK. And like, then I'll, and then I need to move. Noon to LA, is like no noon is like when you take a nap after you've been up for seven hours. Oh, God, that sounds awful. Yeah. Stick good, it out for as long as you can. Are there good things about kids or we're just going with straight up? Yeah, they take care of you when you're old. That part's good. Mm-hmm. So you have, you have somebody to like handle your stuff when you're dead. Oh, well, That's well I don't good. care what happens to my stuff because I'm dead. So. Well, so it's got to go somewhere. No, yeah. kids are great as long as they turn about five and a half. If they, when they get to get five and a half, they become people. No, it's fun. Like I hang out with my daughter now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Go out, go to hockey games. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're making your kids Kings fans. No, they made themselves Kings fans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The one thing I, I talked to Sal about this on Monday, the one thing I didn't like, this is the first time I've been in this situation. You, you know how little, well, you wouldn't know this. Little kids, you might know this I part. might know this. Little kids love Steph Curry. I didn't know that. Like if Steph Curry, if there was a presidential election where little kids could also <laughs> vote, Steph Curry would be our next president. All the kids would vote for him under like 15. So Odell Beckham's, like a, a very poor man's version of that. Little kids love Odell Beckham because mm-hmm. of the one-handed catches and he's fun to watch. Because fantasy is ruining sports and they see people, they don't see yes, teams. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So my son kind of, somebody at school likes Odell Beckham and then he's kind of like, who's this Odell Beckham? And he went on YouTube and he saw a couple catches and and then we were watching football on Sunday and Odell Beckham in the first quarter made an unbelievable one-handed catch over the middle. Mm-hmm. My son was really into it. He's like, throw me some passes. He's trying to catch one hand. He's like, Odell, Odell over the middle. And I'm like, wait a second. This is terrible. What's happening? You're pretending you're a giant. That's not good. So then I kicked him out. Good. I was going to say bad parenting, but you got it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. It it. took me like three minutes. But um, I've talked about this before, but you really have to establish boundaries with your kid if you're not living in the city where all the teams are. Yeah. And basically, they can root for whoever, but they just can't root for certain teams. Like your kids won't be Lakers fans. Right. Right. Yankees. Yep. Giants. Yeah. Um, Mets. Jets. I'd say Jets don't want to be Jets fans, just for their no. own sake. The Jets are kind of sad, though. It's almost like... Yeah. It, it's it's They're not threatening. All right. That was really insulting to the Jets. It was. They're not that threatening, though. It's like, oh, my son's a Jets fan. It's it's like... That's uh, not, no, that's not yeah. a sentence I would say, though. You can't let your son be a Jets fan. I don't think it's going to happen, because why would he be? What is he, a yeah, huge why Ryan he? Fitzpatrick fan? Like Ryan Fitzpatrick's beard captivates yeah. him. Oh, I love Harvard, so I want to be a jet. doesn't make sense. So the last time we did a podcast together, was right I was before, working for Espen. Yep. I don't know, when was it? Like last spring? It was right before my show launched. So, so when, when did your show launch? March 15th, so it was probably oh, yeah. around like March, beginning of March, I think I came Yeah, out. so that was the beginning of this year, basically. And yeah. now we're at the end of the year. Yeah. I feel like you have some momentum. I don't, I don't want to jinx it, but... You just did, though. Well, a little bit. People know when your show's on. It's midnight, Wednesday nights. Yep. Midnight Eastern, stuff. 9 o'clock out here. 
nine o'clock out here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Not as helpful for you at the nine o'clock out here. You're no. going against a lot of TV. Yeah. Um, but you you've gotten some momentum. You've had some viral stuff. Yeah. You launched a podcast. Yep. You've you've kind of you're establishing your corner. I'm making my my brand. Your corner. Yep. It's a little like uh, I don't know Marlo season four, just just kind of kind of nailing it down. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah, but you said well. you were working really hard though. Yeah. Well, but it's a we, half hour show every week. So how how are you working that hard? Tell me what you're doing. Well, we don't have a big team of people. We have like five. I mean, you met everybody. I when did. You came by the show. You were basically working in a closet. Yeah. Well, and that's our big studio because right. we just built this podcast studio. That's where you saw. But then we have the downstairs studio, which is even smaller than that. I mean, we have a really small team, so we're trying to come up with things uh, and book people and make twenty-two solid minutes. Twenty-two ten. Don't don't yeah. look at him. Twenty-two ten. I'm trying so to think of like the exact. Twenty-one twenty. No, look 21, at me. 20. Keep your attention over here. Twenty-one minutes and twenty seconds of solid yeah. television every week. So yeah, it sounds crazy to think that we work five days a week a ton of time for 21 minutes and 20 seconds but we do because everything we do is so weird and different because we're just trying to see what sticks right now you're doing it the right way yeah. which is you just have to try shit yeah we can swear on this podcast oh amazing because i said a lot bitch of shit. and you got you like Ooh. well it's, i didn't know I, I so scared. fuck that shit let's, i got scared let's get into it um no you're, you should be trying stuff because the show you have won't be really the show you have for like two years yeah that's what everybody keeps saying yeah, and i don't just throwing stuff against the wall scary yeah well so eventually hopefully we'll move to like more days a week and we'll have found more days a week yeah what does that mean like like, like every day uh, that would be ideal or like monday, monday through, through thursday? thursday yeah oh look yeah. at you yeah that would be great i don't know if it's gonna happen i would love for it to happen so right now we're just trying to find bits that we like that we can reuse so that it'll be easier when that happens because we won't be able to work this hard on every single show when we have four of them to do in a week well four nights a week you'd have, it would be a little you'd you'd have a little more of an interview crutch i'm guessing yeah y yes we'd be a little up against it so the way the show evolved so far, initially you were doing basically what you did when you were online, where you'd, you're writing stuff, writing a whole bunch of jokes and firing them off. And yeah. now you seem like you're experimenting more with the format. Yeah, because we don't have an audience. So it's tough to write into a format that works really well with an audience. Yeah. Because we just have the th three producers chuckling in the background right. sometimes. But like one of them is usually running prompter and one of them is trying to do audio levels. And so no one can actually focus on laughing at jokes. And they're all hilarious and deserve yeah. laughter. Right. But we figured instead of writing the show we wanted to make with the resources that we have, we wrote the show that we can do with the resources that we have. You know what When I mean? you say prompter, were you talking about that that guy who's just basically scrolling with a Mac? So that was when was you that, came. Or his iPad? We didn't, did he have an iPad? Well, so you gave us like, like yeah, five, look at the prompter. I'm like, that's an iPad. Like five minutes warning that you were It coming. was like seven. Seven minutes. So we don't have prompter in the upstairs studio and we didn't have access to the downstairs studio. So it was like, what the fuck are we going to do? So we had our producer, I think it was Chris Kirk, scrolling through a laptop for you so that you had a prompter. He like I was on his knees that whole segment, which was really was. impressive. But we have actual teleprompters downstairs. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't think you gave me enough credit for my stop by. You crushed it. I didn't, but I didn't know I was going to be able to do it because I was in that JFK to New York City rush hour traffic, never, which is usually hours. like 17 hours. Yeah, you never know. Could be yeah. two hours, could be an hour. And I was able to bust it. through it. Something happened, but some lane opened up, and then all of a sudden we were, we were doing a cameo. It. I feel like our cameo would have been much better if we'd had like an hour, though. 
Like we we oh, only had Bill, like twelve I agree. minutes. It would have been fantastic, but yeah. we had you for ten minutes. Yeah, I think it was good it was for fine. the time we had. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was an unexpected. People told me that they surprise. thought they thought we wrote it specifically. Like we had planned in advance that the um, Back to the Future day we were going to book Bill Simmons on that day and do yeah that was funny how that worked out yeah the fact that people thought we wrote it specifically for you and planned it with you was like cool because we wrote it about five minutes before we did it so you're not even thirty yet like a movie like Back to the Future is that do you even yeah I love that okay good so you're the generation after the generation but it was on cable at the time you watched it I think so. Because I feel like I'm I'm almost now two generations removed from people, which is really scary. Like I'm almost done. It's really, this is like my last hurrah because... I'm starting to hit the, the age where you make references to movies you liked that people look at you and are like, what are you talking about? So yeah, like a like Ferris Bueller... Like high school kids. Yeah, yeah. like a, a Ferris Bueller reference and people are like, what is that? Like, what do you mean, what is that? I think there's a certain number of movies that I don't care how old you are. Your, I agree. Your parents should have made you watch that movie. You're preaching in the choir. Yeah, I know. Because I like Larry Bird turned 59 yesterday. Yikes. And I was thinking when he peaked in the mid 80s, that That's was also when I peaked as well. So, <laughs> so when I was in the mid 80s, it would be like when somebody was talking about George Mikan. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, whatever, George Mikan. So now, 30 years later, I want, like, I really worry, like, when, when I talk about somebody like Bird. If, will, if people I mean, under 25 are like, whatever, dude, he's still no a white guy. He sucked. There's no way. I, I mean, not. maybe, but it, probably. Everyone is so in the moment. Yeah. Although the Steph Curry thing's legit. Like, I, I'm, being, I'm actually like, condoning this. Genuinely worried to see what fantasy sports does to, like, kids and oh. their involvement in sports. Because now kids all have... Do your, how old are your kids? My kids are 10 and 8. Do you give them... Do they have iPhones and iPads and... My daughter has like an old iPhone that doesn't actually, it isn't, you're not, a, it's restricted. Like she can use the Wi-Fi, but it doesn't yeah, have like a number. Yeah, she can use the Wi-Fi in her house. We get to look at everything she does on it. Oh, it doesn't God. get to leave the house. It's all that stuff. And she's how old? Ten and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's too oh, young. Too oh, young it for gets, a phone. Well, no, but you don't, you don't Does understand. she have like a Snapchat? You don't want that? No, no, no. She doesn't have any of that stuff. Instagram? No. Don't let them do it until they're like 21. Well, this is what I'm saying. I've seen kids with Instagram accounts that are like seven and a half. What are you Instagramming? And they're always on their phone. Well, usually it's the parents. Yeah, maybe. But they're like, kids now have like eight fantasy teams. Because if you think about it, fantasy, you got to find a league. And in school, when you're growing up, you have so many friends because they're like friends. You know, they're not like actual friends of yours. Nowadays, when we need to make a league, it's like, I got to go with people i've met or that i know through work but you never know more people yeah you never know more people than when you're in school and so kids are in a fuck ton of leagues and are just all about individual players and no one ever really i don't think kids care about teams as much anymore well and then the other problem is like when i was a kid or even when i was like in junior high high school whatever it was really hard to see other teams other than the teams that were on in your city yeah that's true and now it's like you could be a Warriors fan. You could see every Warriors game. Yeah. And when they come to town, you could buy Warriors tickets on StubHub or yeah. make your parents do it or whatever. Yeah. There's availability that didn't exist. And I think we all, like when Red Zone became a thing, we all looked at it as convenience for us, but didn't think about kids that wouldn't grow up watching all like a full football game. Right. And then switch to Red Zone. They just want to only watch Red Zone. So now, like, getting a kid to watch an entire football game is probably 
torturous for them. They just want to see all the touchdowns. That's why baseball is in trouble. Yeah. Because my kid wouldn't even conceive of watching a baseball game. There's just gotta, no like, way. You have to teach them the value of it. You're it's in L.A. Really tough. You guys are supposed to be the people who slow everything down. I know a lot of people with kids, and I only know two younger kids, who two of those kids who actually grasped baseball, and they both played it. And it started like with the video game. The video game is very important for this stuff. Yeah, like but they it's play probably the, video the game least fun video game. Baseball, baseball video game is... Meh. I agree. It's not... There's too much to It's always do. been that way. They've yeah. never figured out video yeah. baseball. Like, the last baseball video game I played that I enjoyed was that Little League game. The Little League World Series game for Nintendo. I didn't know they had that. Oh, yeah. Little League World Series? Yeah. It was a <laughs> what really, happens? Do really the kids cry game. when they're down nine nothing? No, because the graphics weren't that advanced at the uh, time. But I was always Japan. Japan was a really good team in that game. So when I was growing up, and I lived in Brookline till eighth grade. But like if anybody was a fan of anyone other than a Boston team, I don't even know how we, what we would have done or said or hand, like we all would have been just confused. We would, he would have been like an alien. Yeah. And now I feel like, well then my, my generation started, a started that. They, I've a started lot of, shift a little. yeah, a lot of like a la carte sports fan friends yeah. who are like, yeah, I like the Spurs, but I also like the Vikings it's like, why? Where did you, why did you do that? Oh, I just picked them because I liked players on those teams the years that I was growing up. We There's had, a lot of that now. Yeah, we had some of that because you saw it with like, because uh, the Patriots, even though the Patriots were good in the late 70s, but for the most part, they're kind of sad sacks. And there were people that drifted a little bit towards Steelers Cowboys because they were always winning and they were always on. Mm. Didn't like those kids. Mm-mm. You don't go Did with the winner. Did not be friends with those kids. Yeah, because you know those kids came back. When the Patriots got good, it's like, you're not welcome here. You left. You're not welcome back. Go you be were, a Steelers fan. So the pa- you were like, were you even in high school yet when the Patriots got good? Yeah. Mm, yes. Or like right before high school? Because you missed the whole era when the Patriots were like the worst thing you yeah, could have had in your so life. So I missed a lot of um, of the Boston heartbreak. And I, I'm very aware of that. But I also like went to Red Sox games with my dad. That's how I liked baseball. And he would relay all of the years of devastation right. to me to the point where I feel like I almost lived on myself because he didn't ever. When I said you relentless. missed it, I, I think it's a good thing. You it isn't, it. though. It, it wasn't it that it wasn't that fun. Believe I know. Me. But it, it, that's I think we're we're like on the cusp of getting there again. We're going to have that dark you know, winter is coming for Boston sports. You think so? Once once Brady retires. Yeah. In seven years. Yeah, sure. I just don't want Brady to go out like Peyton. I want him to like, when it's his time, which isn't now, go with a little bit of so dignity. In the early 90s when Bird kind of went down, he's wearing the 30-pound Brack Bears, he's slogging through games. Um, what you realize is, you, you first of all, you remember the good games and none of the terror. Like he had a bunch of bad games. I don't remember any of those at this point. I just remember the good ones. But in the moment, it did, the stakes were different because you know he's not the same guy, mm. but you're just rooting for him to recapture it mm. and to get there. And then when it happens, like, oh, he's there. There it is. It's back. Like and Kobe think, right now? Yeah, like Kobe now, except Kobe, it's never back. It's just mm. gone completely. And Manning, I feel like the same thing, except for that one Packers game when all of a sudden he was throwing darts a yeah. couple of Sunday nights ago. It was kind of his last hurrah. Yeah. When Brady gets there, I don't see it just being terrible like that. I think it'll just be a gradual... All of a sudden, he's just not as efficient, and it, it's almost like a slow and exorable crawl toward mediocrity. You know what I mean? 
It was very poetic. Manning was like physically, he just broke. And he, you could see his done. face yeah. was like, every was time miserable. he threw it was like, ow. Four neck pain. surgeries. Yeah. Like he had no zip on the ball. Yeah. Brady, I don't, if it slips, he's going to, there would have to be an injury first. And I think he would just have to become a mobile and just start taking a ton of hits. That's what happened to Dan Marino. Yep. Dan Marino, there was just like target practice on him. So, I yeah. I don't want to see, I don't want to see Tommy like that. Well, you're in New York. What do people say about the Patriots? Um, Did they make fun of you? Yeah, of course. They call but... you a cheater. It's like you cheated. Oh my god! Yeah, all it's the like time. we cheated. Yeah. it's like we're it's the my cheaters. Fault. Yeah, I'm the deflator. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was going on. Yep, whole time. That's such a dumb controversy. People still talk about that out here. Is that still a thing? I don't think anyone's talking about it at this point. I do think that uh, it, it seems like people have gone one or two way with the Patriots. Either the hatred is as strong and as fervent and passionate as it's ever been, or, um there's like a begrudging respect that they're still good after mm. all these years. And then mm. Brady's 38 and like all his rivals have died off and Manning was the last one. And he's still like chugging along. Yeah. Now you see Drew Brees is, although he looked pretty good on Sunday, but Brady's just outlasted all these people. There's this picture of him with Dion branch. They honored Dion branch. Yeah. Sunday's game. Like Dion branch was drafted after Brady and retired like four years ago. Oh shit. You know? Yeah. And it's just Brady's just outlasted everyone he's ever played with. He's still Crushing chugging along. Because of that because of that guy. Alex Guerrero. Guerrero. Yeah. I worry about that guy a little bit. You know what? I do too, but when when I see articles of people being like, Oh, he pushes his snake oil salesman on people, I don't I th- I don't think Tom Brady's that smart. I think this guy works whatever he does for Tom Brady works for Tom Brady. It's gotten him to this amazing career. And if people want to talk about Brady's physical training and how he got to where he is. Brady's like, why don't you talk to my trainer? I don't think he's pushing this sketchy dude and his weird science, but I imagine that guy's probably somehow stealing some money from him or something. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be shocked if there was a massive real sports piece about him. Yeah. A long time from now. I don't think he's a great guy necessarily. I don't know much about him, but I don't think it reflects on Tom Brady as much as people want it to desperately. Mm. Yeah. People, they try to, People's real goal would be for this guy to have some connection with like the HGH doctor that got tied with A-Rod and all yep. those people who was bringing stuff over from Canada or whatever he was bringing. Yeah. And then it became a whole thing. Like that's yeah. what people want this to be. And I, I don't think that's it. I don't it. think it's that. There was it's that almost dead, more there was toward a, the Scientology yeah, side of things. There was a dead spin thing on it that was like he he got asked by, I think it was a hockey team. I don't know who it was. Maple Leafs maybe? Uh, to, to talk to the athletes. And he had his... He wanted his trainer to do it. And they were like, look at these emails where he says this and this and he pushes him. I'm like, I don't think that's really that bad. Did just... you, did, wouldn't you feel bad for Brady that his emails leaked out? Yeah, I did. I thought that was terrible. Did you read the pool cover one though? Yeah. I love that he has normal people problems. But who wants their emails to come out like I, that? I certainly, that was terrible. I certainly would not. That's terrible. We, we have to uh, say hi to our friends, stamps.com. The holidays are here. Katie, you're a busy lady. You're working on your show. Mm-hmm. You probably don't have time to go to a packed post office, stand in line, listen to annoying people take forever to mail their holiday gifts and packages, I bet. No, you don't. No, I don't. Uh, you should use stamps.com. At stamps.com, you can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package using your own comp- computer and your own printer. Sign up for stamps.com right now. Use the promo code BS. You get a four-week trial plus a $110 bonus offer that includes postage. And a digital scale. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BS. Stamps.com, enter BS. 
The post office does suck. It does suck. We have a producer on our show um, who does a very good impersonation of you doing a Stamps.com promo read. Was it, is his imitation better or worse than my thing? Um, I'd say they're about the same. That's how him. imitations go. They're I pretty much the same. Him. Yeah, yeah, you should. He's really good at it. Live reads are tough. I, they are. There's but an art to them. I, you don't have to worry about it. You're on your fancy TV uh-uh. show. I'm just I do, here doing I my I do dumb my podcast. Adidas ones on my podcast. Oh, you do? Yeah. I do. Was that a corporate sponsor shout out? I can, I can do my read right now. <laughs> how I got many it podcasts have you done? Um, this is, I think we just did our ninth, so this week will be 10. What was the best one? Last week was actually very solid. I'd say maybe week two or one or two or three. We started off strong. They're pretty good. Good beetle on. Yeah. Skype. You know, I still haven't met her like physically face to face. I know. Don't, that was a weird face. She's I've here now. You should just meet her now. I texted her. You're in LA. I but know. she's busy. I know. She's a very busy woman. Maybe I'll see her. Just drive to her house, stand outside with a radio. NFL changed for you at all over the last year and a half by how scummy they've been with different things? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I tried not for it to, but it did a little. What changed? Do you care as much? No, not as much. I mean, I still care. I don't want to act like I right. have some very strong moral compass that stops me from watching football. But it's harder than I thought it was going to be. Just hearing names that you're used to hearing in other contexts of how they're awful people. And then we celebrate them because they sacked somebody. It's kind of shitty. I've had the weirdest football fan season I think I've ever had. Why? I think it's it's weird to watch the games and to constantly have the whole concussion thing. Yeah. Is he hurt? Wow, he got a little wobbly there. It gets up. And, and there were some bad ones this the season. The really bad so ones. Where you're just like, can we not zoom in on Teddy Bridgewater sleeping, taking a nap in the middle of the field? I right. Need to see. I don't need to see that. And I also think that the way they actually play football. I don't know if you can change it. Like you I go can. to a lot of hockey games and the hockey players have really figured out how to change their style of how they play to kind of accommodate for all the safety stuff. Like they can do it. Like they'll hold back on a check in the boards or like slamming somebody's head in the, when they're not looking and the open ice checks, all that stuff. Mm. They've kind of cooled off on the stuff that, that, you know, I definitely grew up with and even you grew up with like the yeah. Stevens hit on Eric Lindros and center ice. Like you'd get suspended for the season if you did that now. Right. And they figured out how to navigate around it. And, the and also changed. you'll get your ass kicked the next time you're on the ice. True. Somebody will There's, come at you. Yeah. In football, these guys are so big and so strong and going so fast. And getting bigger and getting stronger every year. With no checks and balances right. for the bigger, faster, stronger stuff. Because right. I don't know how much, how natural it is. Yeah. I think, uh. You know, I'm a little dubious, but these guys, these guys, I don't know how you hold up when you're going 23 miles an hour and you've already launched. And at the last second, the wide receiver ducks his head and it looks fine when we're watching split, you know, split second instant replay that's slowing yeah. everything down to the insta second. But at real speed, how do you make that decision? How you do you can't. Know? Yeah. Well, so I think you just get rid of helmets. Get rid of helmets completely. Compl- no helmets. You're not going to launch your head into another guy's head if your head isn't covered. Because if I hit you with this part of my head, the front, like the forehead part, with a helmet on, and I get like your temple area, I'll be fine. You're, you're screwed now. But if we both have no helmet on, then I'm, I'm not going to ram my head into your head. 
Well, maybe. I mean, I have before, but you really pissed me off that day. <laughs> uh, that's my hot take. No helmets. Let's go back to Leatherheads. Is that what it's so called? you're saying no helmets. Uh, the pads are much different. What yeah. about weight limits? You mean? Do we need 375 pound offensive linemen that fall on each other and just their legs bend in different directions? I feel like that's happening more than ever. It is happening. I don't know a what bunch. the stats are for that. Like the Giants have lost five offensive linemen now. I think. I think like, they've lost I, all five starters. I don't want to live in a world where Vince Wilfork isn't a thing. You know, I, I if if we had a weight limit, then I would never see him on the grill like dancing while he makes ribs, and I my life would be worse. So you're saying to keep the Vince Wilforks of the world, you're willing to sacrifice yeah, all this? Maybe, stuff. Yeah, I don't care about concussions. I care more about seeing that fat man dance. <laughs> fat guys. Seeing him get excited about Fat guy barbecue. touchdowns. Yeah, I love a fat guy touchdown. Well, I wonder, like, so Vince Wilfork, what's he going to look like? In, he, he'll retire after this season. What's he going to look like in two years? Will he be, like, 75 pounds lighter? I was going to say, what if he got super fit? He retired and... I think that happens, though. Yeah? Like, that guy Jeff Saturday... The Colts center, he did TV, lost like, he was like 70 pounds lighter when he really? started doing TV. Mm. I think these guys have to bulk up because they need, I think they eat a what, certain way. I wonder what percentage of, of Vince Wilfork is muscle mm. and what is delicious fat. You know, I Just don't like think. Just like sumo wrestler body? I don't think, I think if you poke him, I don't think it's, I think it's soft. I don't think any of it's really. Muscly. So that's losable. Yeah. Yeah. They say the bad fat is the fat like when it's hard because that means it's in between your vital organs. The guy I want to see, like I, I do think I keep coming back to Adam Silver and how he's running the NBA. Like even saw it with Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Philadelphia is, they did this whole plan. They're basically like, we're going to stink. We don't care. We don't yeah. care what kind of product we put out. Um, we're just going to try to get good draft picks. And this is our plan. And there's no rule in the league that can really stop us from doing this. So they did this for a couple of years. They've made five picks. They never ended up with a franchise player out of those five lottery picks they had. And I'm not even sure if they have a guaranteed all-star. And they're going to these other NBA cities and nobody's going to the games. And the people who own the teams are like, what the hell? Like, this is a Sixer game. Like, I might as, well not even, might as well not even have a game other than have these guys show up. The t- people in Philly don't care. Adam Silver says, he brings in Jerry Colangelo. He's like, I'm bringing an adult to help you run this team. I don't know if the NFL has somebody like that. I mean, forget about Goodell. Like, who's the guy who's going to be like, hey, guys, I have a five-year plan to make our game safer. I don't think they care. Yeah, I don't think they it's, care they, It's more, it's, it's it's more successful than ever. Yeah, all they care about is how to make it look like they care. They care. Not about actually caring, because actually caring will cost them money, cost them resources, and it'll cost them time. And it could cost them viewers. They might people might lose out on on wanting to watch football if it's not, you know, a macho. It does seem like it's more popular than it's ever been, football. I don't I don't think people are, are going away. In droves or any of that stuff. Is there a tipping point, though? There has to be. Where another sport comes back and then it's that sport's time for a while. Like right now it's football, but... Basketball is the best position because it's got the marketable guys. But the the gap between the basketball ratings and the football ratings, it's like no contest. Yeah. You could put the worst Thursday night game ever 
on versus the best NBA. You could have the Warriors going tonight against Cleveland yeah. on TNT and it wouldn't do as well as football. I think it's NFL because Network. football did it the opposite way that everybody else would have to do it now to be football was like a Sunday thing. It was yeah. all, you, you knew what day it was on. It was only on that day. And then it grew to which one was first Monday. And Monday. then it Sunday grew to night. Thursday and like, don't forget Sunday night. Well, yeah. So it was Sunday, then Sunday night, then Monday, then Thursday. And it's sort of expanding slowly so that even when there's a crappy Thursday night game on, we want football so badly because we haven't had it since Monday that we watch it. And it's growing back. So you're saying that it's almost like cigarettes. It's good to start in one concentrated. I know there's only this many weeks to the season. There's only this many games and I only have to watch them on Sunday. Mm. very easy to consume. Whereas if you're a hockey fan or a basketball fan, it's like, I don't necessarily know which night we have a game. And then there's all these other games on these other nights and it's too much to keep track of. And there's so many games in the season, like baseball, there's so many games in that season, but football is about the length of a postseason in another sport. Yeah. It's easily consumable. You look forward to it when it comes back. Yep. It's like, oh, football's coming back. It's like the Hall of Fame. It's game. like In and Out, which yeah. probably wouldn't be that great if it were everywhere and we could have it all the time. But because you can only have it when you're in certain areas, you look forward to it, you go to it, you get excited. That's what baseball should do. They would never lose the gates, though. But, but baseball should yeah, be 140 can, games. I don't think you can go backwards. I don't right, think you, you can go from having a huge season and be like, we're just actually going to do the postseason instead. Is that cool with everybody? But that would be great because look at any other sports postseason. Ratings, I think, are great, and they're fun to watch. They're exciting. There's stakes. It's not like, well, we're at the beginning of the season, and there's hundreds more of these, so I don't really Basketball have to care. and hockey could do it. I yeah. feel like hockey is the one, especially, that really needs a shorter season. Yeah. Going to these freaking regular season games in October. That just don't matter. They don't matter at all. It, and everyone in hockey, 16 of the teams make the playoffs anyway, so there's no urgency at all, and they're yeah. just skating around. Yeah. And it's... In hockey, unlike unlike basketball, it's like basketball. Like I'm going to see Anthony Davis tonight. In hockey, I guess Chicago's like that. There's a couple teams, but not going through the league. These teams show up, and you're like, "Oh, that guy. Mm. Hey, that guy looks familiar." Mm-hmm. But it's just not the same. You're basically paying for the product, not the players. Yeah, and I love the product. Me too. That's really why fun. I pref- I like hockey more than basketball because I like team more than star. And the fans are great. It's like old school fans. That yeah. We have in our section this guy, whoever the goalie is, like it would be like Crawford, like, hey, Crawford. And then everyone else yells, you suck. And he goes, hey, Crawford. And he does it like 10 times and everyone gets, you suck. And my kids think this kid, this guy's like a hero. He's like an American <laughs> hero. They just love this guy, the you suck guy. So, the, but the best is when the, the goalies have these weird names, like, hey, Vasilevsky. <laughs> yeah, it's like seven syllable names. <laughs> But you hear some really rude things at hockey games still. I like it. It's it's like a bridge to an old culture. Yeah. They have an old those, politically incorrect culture. They have those family sections where they put people that you can't drink beer in those sections and it's all children. Yeah. And it's kind of nice to if somebody yells at me for cursing at a hockey game, I'm like, fuck you, sit in the family section. <laughs> right. This is not the family section. <laughs> yeah. I I always worry about whether I'm too liberal with swearing and stuff with my kids. Like when we listen to music, if we listen to like Kanye or somebody, I can't do the edited lyrics. I just can't. Is that too much of a sacrifice for you? It just feels mutilated. It's I want my kids to like music. I don't want them to like like this mutilated version of music. So you have to train them to 
not say not say certain words yeah. when they're and just kind of mute themselves and How's that's that a parenting great all right great Good. fantastic <laughs> i want my kids to listen to mutilated music your kid's gonna drop an n-bomb in a bad situation no that'll mm, never happen it could no what if they're rapping along to lyrics that you didn't edit for them in front of their friends no they know to they know to mute it yeah well once they start drinking they might not you never know. Drinking, they're like eight. What yeah, are you I know. You've about? got time. You've got three years. <laughs> eight, three years. <laughs> three oh, years till they pick me. up a beer. I have. When did you? When did you turn on your parents? What year? Twelve. Like when did I start to openly just fight with them all the time? Yeah. When did you just like you, all of a sudden your hormones are growing nuts and you're like, my, my, my hate my mom. I want to run over in a car. I well that I never thought. <laughs> But would it make you feel better if I said that I did? Is this what? A, do you need to talk about some stuff? No, I'm just worried. I, um, I have like a, I'm a year and a half away from. I think, and it might not happen. Maybe yeah, maybe my kids will just continue I think to love like us. Middle school. Middle school. I resented my mother because she gave me an awful haircut and wouldn't let me grow it out um, until high school. And what did it, made, it look like? Ah, uh, so it's like How it was a little bit it? like Yarmir Yager, but like a, <laughs> okay. a little shorter. I think um, you've tweet, you've tweeted about this before, I, haven't I you? Definitely have. The Yarmir Yager is really rough. It it was a it was a bad haircut by everyone's standards. My mom nowadays says that it gave me my personality, uh, which could be true, but also it gave me a lot of shit in middle school. Like middle school is when kids are the meanest. I know high school, the movies are always about high school, but middle school was really mean. Yeah. Because it's the first time the attractive girls start to realize they're attractive and it's the first time the not attractive girls realize, oh shit, wait, I don't have that. Right. And so we get very, it was a bad time. And I had braces. I wasn't doing myself any favors for that all to happen in the same space. That's good for you to work on your personality. Yeah. So that's how I made friends by liking sports and trying to be funny. Mm. Uh, but then so it once all worked I, out. well, so then once I finally grew my hair out and was like, oh, I feel like a pretty girl. Then I kind of sucked for a while. And then I got over it and went back to who I actually was. That's very difficult being a woman in the world. You I like be that. Be good to your daughter. Take good care of her. I it's my number one thing that I think about all yeah, the time. It's really over hard. everything else. Yeah. I really worry about all this stuff with girls. It sucks. You for can a see lot. it in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Fifth grade. She's in fifth grade now. Fifth grade is when it starts. That's because that's when school the, dances start. Oh, I don't in think my, they, for me it was fifth grade, to, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Is, yeah. No, no. Don't let her go to those. So I mean, mean things happen. You have the triangles. You have the two girls, the three girls, but two girls are always closer than yeah, the third girl. Yeah, never let your daughter have friends in threes. Yeah, ever. Because two will always gang up on the third. The triangles start in third grade, but in fifth grade is when they get start to get mean. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. I listen to the conversations down in the car, like I'm pretending I'm just playing the radio or something, but I'm really listening to everything they're saying. Yeah. And listen to them talk about other girls. I'm like, oh my God. My daughter's I ten was, and a half. Like this so is mad. the next 50, 60 years of her life is I her know. complaining about other friends to the friend that when that friend leaves the car, there'll be another girl in there, and then they'll probably end up talking about some. And Teach it just your daughter keeps going. to 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 love all women. That's what I've been trying. It's I, so hard because we're raised to think to see other women as competition for everything all the time. You're not supposed to be friends with all of them. Whereas boys. You guys were friends with we're like everybody dogs. and you sort of like wrestled when you got into fights yeah. and then you moved on with it. Whereas we turn around and tell our other friends and it's just a bad, just tell her that all women are wonderful and to make everybody her friend. Trying work, to do that. You try. You know, what's a hard conversation to have is to talk about 
how careful you have to be with who you trust with information. Because you even see it in fifth grade. You tell somebody, yeah, I don't, I don't like the way that girl dresses or something. Don't tell her. Or, yeah, I won't tell her. Mm. And, then, and then so she tells somebody and, and then it goes and then it gets tell. back. They, they always, always tell. tell. So our thing is like, who are your friends that you would trust completely? 100%. Who do you trust? And it's a smaller list than you think. It's yeah. like, that's, those are the people you should tell that stuff to. But kids don't have a grasp of trust. They don't. But young. you can work on them a little bit yeah. because, you know, kids or kids do have the instincts though. Yeah. But anyway, with girls, I, I mean, you see it like uh, fifth grade is definitely the transition year for that stuff. Because then you have puberty starting, mm. girls starting to, you know, things That's going to be a fun conversation to have. Well, she had a friend that it happened. What happened? You know. Oh, oh already. Well, yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah. Is she, does she understand, did she get it? Was she confused? What do you mean? How do you handle that? It's, Is that a mom conversation? I stayed out. Mom yeah. does that? It's Here's how I handled it. I stayed in my here. My dad wanted to talk to me. I couldn't. <laughs> I would have no words to say to my father. I stayed Jesus. out. That's where, that's where the wife really, really becomes valuable. <laughs> kind of laying it out. But somehow my son overheard it. And he had a lot of questions. Oh, and most of them were God. inappropriate. Yeah. A lot of inappropriate questions. Give me one. Tell me one. Um, him, him creating a song called the tampon song. Oh God. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. He's like, like a hit. Yeah. Mm. So you think the Yaramir Yager haircut that you got is really responsible have, for your career. I might have a picture of Can it. Can you yeah. tweet it after we put up the link to the podcast? <laughs> Maybe, except... Maybe not. My mom will love to hear me say that it's responsible for my career. She would love that too much. You know, you, t- you said how um, how girls who are good looking, like in fifth, sixth grade, and they get the confidence from that, and mm-hmm. it just kind of goes. So my mom, shout out to my mom, has this Kobe Bryant theory that she has actually about everybody. Okay. And her theory is this. When a woman is like 16, 17... If they're pretty and they're getting attention from guys, they think they're that person for the rest of their life. So that person can now be a 70-year-old old lady and be 200 pounds heavier, and she still thinks of herself as the seven. This is my mom's theory, not mine. Yeah, yeah. She still thinks of herself as the, as the hot 17-year-old who had all the guys vying for her. And her theory is... This is Kobe Bryant's problem right now. He still thinks he's great. He's still Kobe. trapped in I'm 22 year old awesome Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and that's just he's always going to think that he's yeah. always going to think he's great at basketball. He's never going to realize. I thought that was an interesting theory. Though. That is an interesting theory. My I'd... mom has a lot of bad theories, but that one actually made me think a little bit. Well, so in college and after college, um, I gained a bunch of weight as as girls do. Yeah, college is rough. And bad eating habits, bad drinking. I can kind of prove your mom's theory in that I was still interacting with people as if I was skinny Katie and thought I was, you know, cute. And I and I it took somebody being like, tell your fat friend to shut up for me to go, oh my God, is that me? I'm the fat wait, friend? You look around like, like I didn't, who, like, fat oh, who? wait, this personality isn't cute when it's, when I'm chubby. I still did it. I didn't care, but... Yeah, I guess that theory is... Are you, you looking for a picture or yeah. are you doing text? No, you I'm, looking looking for your for a, picture? I'm looking for me as a child. But right, I think I, gonna... I think once my mom sends them to me, I delete them because I don't want anyone to... I would rather a nude leak than a than a picture of me as a child. You know, that's something that's... <laughs> by the way, if a nude leaked, it would last like a day and then everybody would go on to the next I know. terrible thing that happened. Like No, I'd say two days. It's, they're not bad. They're worth two taking days? two days of, of, the, of your life. 
and then you move on. My daughter's generation is now learning. It's like the generation of no shame. Yeah. It's just everybody's, you can get any photo of anyone or any terrible story about anyone, and it's just all online. You can just, nobody's perfect. It's crazy. That's kind of what they're learning. Hey, you know who is perfect? Who? Um, Katie, you grew up in a town outside of Boston, Framingham, Massachusetts. A town big enough to get two Mass Pike exits. Yeah. 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 The Route 30 exit was the other one. Route, Route 9? 9. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, growing up, you can't remember life without Dunkin' Donuts, I bet. I cannot. In 2015, you have all these new hotshot coffee places popping up left and right. You have coffee chains on the body. You have coffee machines. Dunkin' Donuts just keeps fighting everyone off. It's like a little like the Brady Belichick Patriots. That's what it reminds me of. Just... Just the, just the machine, the excellence of the machine. Anyway, it's my pleasure to tell you about the DD Perks Loyalty Program. It's how Dunkin' Donuts shows its appreciation to its loyal fans. Members earn points toward free beverage rewards. They get exclusive offers and great perks. They even get a free beverage on their birthday. Enroll right now. Enjoy loyalty the Dunkin' way. Sign up at ddperks.com or by downloading the Dunkin' mobile app. Get a free beverage when you enroll. Use promo code BS when signing up participation may vary dd perks loyalty program you must be loyal to dunkin donuts since you're a massachusetts oh, person absolutely yeah so it's not even a very good one it's a picture of a picture from my mom Ooh, that is a little yagerish oh man it gets it got worse through the why years. did she do that to you because um no that's uh. a cute one no that's a cute one i was cute then that's before i cut it yeah that's not it bad. went much shorter than that yeah, they're not good. All you're missing is a hockey helmet. Yeah, well, I had one for a little while. Most famous people from Framingham. I just looked this up. because oh, you I did? Knew. Yeah, well, as I, I was preparing. Uh, Lou Merloni. Crispus Attucks. Okay. Rich Gedman. Yep. Krista McAuliffe, the astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. Nancy Travis, actress. I don't know who that is. She was in a whole bunch of stuff in the 90s. And Tony Barbieri, Jimmy Kimmel Live writer. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. I knew that because he's my friend's uncle. That's it. Am I not on that list? That's rude. This well, was me at my wedding. At my you made that list. I think you're definitely. Wedding. That's not a bad one. Uh, That hair. Are you it's seeing fine. the hair? Your hair's fine. Oh, my God. You're out of your mind. These aren't good enough. He's seen some really awful ones, but I delete them. Hey, when when people do interviews with you and Beat on all these people, they always want to talk about um, how mean social media is to women in sports. Ugh, and you always yell at me for. Um, I'm not. I don't want to talk about that. But the only reason it. I brought it up was I'm not going to talk about that. I don't okay. know why people always have these. All right, put your phone down. I'm now you're, now for, it's like being right. with my daughter. You're right. Um, wow, that's bad. You yeah. need to take your daughter's phone away. That no, because like, she now these friends are texting her now, and they, and it's like they have a good. whole fifth grade text chain. It's not good. Oh, it is the dumbest conversation you're Sounds ever going to read in your life. A lot of three letter. So you go through her phone. Oh yeah. At the end of the night. Beginning no, whenever of the day, I want. I can go through my phone. She can delete messages, you know. No, she wouldn't do that. But she could she do that. She can't lie to me. I know when she's lying. Well, you her, think she, you know her, when she's lying. Her lip does a certain thing when she's lying, and I always know. But it's like, she's it's like, gonna learn. Have you told her that that's her tell? Because then she'll she learn has like to seven tells. My daughter can't lie yet. Right. She eventually she will. The she ones, will. the ones who are the good it. liars are the ones that the parents are like, oh no, I can always tell when she lies, and then they're like sneaking out the window in the room. Um, but anyway, my point is there's always this little touch button cause it's like, Oh, it's a female in sports media. I'm going to, I'm going to talk Twitter. about female sport, but it's, I have no new things to add to it. I talk about it a lot. I don't think and it's I interesting 
First yeah. of all, I think social media is mean to everybody. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't, um, like who's getting, who's getting like a, like the, the free pass on social media? Zero. Nobody. Not well, one I've never person. trended on Twitter, Bill. So I don't know. You, you have. I imagine yours are a mess. You just <laughs> for, don't look. For terror. No, nah, I don't look. Why I don't know you? how you don't look. Just like peek. Why? You don't peek at all. You're not but curious why, though? to know what people are saying. But and because that's how I came up. What are the people? That's how know. you came up. What do you mean? Yeah, like through Twitter, through interacting with people on Twitter. What's well, the? That's your generation, though. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing less of it. You have your. And every time I do it now, I have a little Bill Simmons in my head. That's like stop. I don't like when you inter. When? When, I don't like when you take somebody who's being a dick and you engage with them and you give them a basically your platform so they can be a dick. Right, but I use my platform to to make fun of them. So if somebody tees me up for a perfect joke where I can make fun of that person, then I'll do it. I know you don't like that. No, I like it. I think you're. I think you've elevated beyond it. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll get you're, there. You're a, you're a higher species. We'll now. get there. That's. I think I might have said that to you last time I was on your podcast. That when I get to a point where there are so many that I can't read them, like after the um, Greg Hardy thing we did on the show. Yeah, that uh, was excellent. I did. Thank you. I didn't look that day because I try. At first, I was doing my usual go back through, look through my replies, and they were coming in faster than I could read them, and. I saw a couple that were mean and I just thought, I don't want to spend my day doing this. I don't want to spend my day defending myself to idiots. Right. I made a very simple point that I don't think you can really argue. Um, and I don't want to, it's not worth debating with, with morons on the internet. And so I didn't look that day and you would have been very proud of me. But then of course I get phone calls from my mother. That's like, how you doing? I just looked at your Facebook. Are you holding up? Okay. The parents are the worst. And I'm like, mom, I'm not looking on purpose. Don't call me and tell me. Or people will tweet at me. Like that day I only looked at verified or people that I follow. Cause you can yeah. do that. And mostly those people are nice. And I had those people tweeting at me with screen grabs of mean tweets saying, wow, it must be nice to be a woman in sports media. And so then I saw them. I'm trying to avoid them. I'm trying to not look at them. But you know, isn't it weird when the parents get involved? Yes. And I, I have a feeling I would do the same thing if it was either of my kids. But I, know. I hate when my mom does it. I was like, hey, I saw that thing they wrote. I was like, what thing? I didn't. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh, forget it. Forget it. And now I'm like, what thing? Just tell me. Exactly. My mom got into it with people on Facebook. Uh, really? One of my producers had to tell me. She was like, did you know that your mother is mixing it up in the comments about your Greg Hardy thing on Facebook? I still haven't looked and I love my mother and I sort of gave her the mom you can't do that but then she gave me the kate you're my daughter and i don't like when people say nasty things about you and they're not understanding your point and you can't jump in so i'm jumping in so i get it um i like that they call you kate yeah i've heard you say that before yeah so kate is your professional name <laughs> yes no Catherine is my professional name you know my my uh my parents call me billy yeah, I couldn't call you Billy. I know, I'm not a Billy, yeah. but my dad was Bill. Oh, well, that makes sense then. So like when I'm with my family, they're like, Billy, Billy. And I'm a, that's why I didn't want to name my son after me. That's a good idea. Because then yeah. he'd have to be Billy. Then it's like, yeah. now we're now what's happening? My parents are, they don't even, I don't think they call me Kate on purpose. I've always been Katie. Just Kate will be like when, when you're working for CNN in seven years and you're you're hosting some political show like and with Kate Nolan. See, I always thought I would transition and Jake to. Tapper. I don't think Kate Nolan is enough uh, syllables. I think Katie. Well, Nolan you'll get you'll marry some, maybe you'll marry Jake Tapper with Kate Nolan Tapper. You think I'm gonna hyphenate? You don't I don't know. know. I don't know you. I'll never hyphenate. 
I'm so anti-hyphenation. I think when I change my first name as I get older, I think I'm going to have to go to Kathy. Because I think I'm going to... Yeah, I think I'm going to age into a Kathy. I'm not going to age like a Kate. I'm going to age like a Kathy. I'm not going to be Kate Beckinsale. I'm going to be Kathy Bates. So who are the other Katies on your corner? Katie Couric. Yeah. Is she too old to be a Katie now? No, she's She shouldn't be Kate Couric. No, that would, no, you're she fine. Could you're be, Katie. Though, she, all right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. What? Smart money's on Kathy. So, like about a year ago, I'm sure people are reaching out to you. Hey, I, I think you could do this. I think you could do that. Hey, here's an idea. Hey, here's an offer. What's the What's the weirdest offer that you got from a career standpoint over the last year and a half? That's a good question. I don't think I've had that many offers. I'm not. That's baloney. No, it isn't. But also like I don't, I say no to most things or my agent knows that I'm pretty focused on what I'm doing now. So I think most of the really weird stuff just doesn't, he doesn't even tell me because he's sick of hearing me say. He vets it for you? Yeah, I think he's sick of me being like, no, I'm not doing that, which I did, which I did a couple of times. I don't think. Like not a cameo on Scorpion? (laughs) That's a hard yes all the time for me. I'll cameo. Or Scandal. Special guest Katie Nolan. I'm in. Let's do it. Nashville. I'd love to be on Nashville. Nashville? Yeah. Is that still on? I think so. I just, I'll be, I'll play the part of Connie Britton's hairdresser. What about like Celebrity Jeopardy? None um, of that stuff? I don't, well, so that word celebrity, Bill, doesn't describe me yet. So I don't think I would be on Celebrity. Almost Celebrity Jeopardy? Jeopardy? Uh, I think you're, ba- D- you're basically D- a celebrity. D-list. Celebrity You're Jeopardy. not D-list. E? So I went through F. this whole, when my column took off, I started working for Jimmy. At some point I did like, remember those I Love the Whatever shows? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I like those. That was before I learned to just say no to absolutely No, everything. I love like Best Week Ever. Those are fun. I would love to have done one of those. But really? I don't get those offers. These aren't things that happen to me. Oh, there's no way you don't get those offers. Don't get those offers. They don't really do those shows that at much midnight, anymore. At Midnight was one. I didn't Did say you do no, that one? No, I you might. should do I'm at going midnight. To. That's I think a good I'm going one. to. When they asked, I like Chris Hardwick. Was, he's great. He's really good at what he does. Yeah, I respect him. People haven't turned on him yet, like they did with Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. People are still kind of in on the Chris Hardwick. You see, he seems more relatable. Yeah, I think I think. And his right. hair is a normal color, <laughs> not frosted. I think frosted is really tough. It's never good unless it, unless we're talking like cheerios and donuts. It's really it's really rough. Yeah. So what's going to happen to you? I that's a vague question. I'm sure I'll you die someday. You think there's someday. a chance you could have a daily show? That would be great. I think they think that we can only do that in LA and I'm determined to find a way to do it in New York. How long have you been dating your boyfriend? Wow, hello. Um two th- two years, two, almost 3 years. I can ask you that. I'm not yeah, going to feel ashamed for asking that question. All right. Two and a half years? Yeah. Between two and th- I think three, almost three. East Coast guy? Yes, Boston guy. Boston guy, that's right. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to want to move here? No. Yeah. Not at all. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But you, at some point you're going to end up out here. I don't agree with that, no, but I, it's what you everybody will. says. No, you will. There's too many things going on out here. Te- I think sports television should be based in New York because there's just more... That sounds like something like my mom would say. Does it? I just think gluten-free just shouldn't exist. Your mother and I agree on a lot of things. And gluten-free? Gluten-free is not a thing. (laughs) Kale, get it away from me. That used to be a garnish. Well, you wouldn't like that about LA either. Yeah, I know. We talked about this last time. I'm out on kale. Unless it's kale chips, and that's only because I like salt and things that are crunchy. Are you Italian? Yes. How much? 
75%. Makes sense. Does it? Yeah. In well, my context? mom's 100% Italian and you agree on oh. the gluten-free. I don't know. Yeah. I get, It never dawned on me that you were Italian. It, it didn't. So what's the what's the maiden name for your mom? Leone. And Magni is her. Can you make your own meatballs? Yes. And they're really good. But Can I can't make, make much of anything else. Yeah. Sauce, meatballs. How long, how long is your tomato sauce? How many hours? Well, so that's a tough question. No, it's not. If 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 it's like I've oh Katie's an cooking adapted, today, an ad, like an ad, I've adapted it to my lifestyle that I can make the quick version and I do that more often. I'm not going to sit here and say I spend eight hours on a Sunday making sauce. Bill, it would make me sound cool, but it wouldn't be true. Well, if you wanted it to be good, you would. yeah, I'm no, just, exactly. I don't care if it's good. Yeah, I just want to eat it. That's the seventy-five percent. That's why you're not a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Like twenty-five percent. Extra twenty-five percent. Yeah, wouldn't care. <laughs> wouldn't care about the eight hours. I just, you know, I screw the top off the jar and yeah. I dump it into a saucepan. I stir it. Done. Oh, my God. I'm fucking with you. You're like 33%. I'm fucking um, with you. Do you, cook, do you cook for your boyfriend? Mm-mm. You don't cook for you. Why do you? He cooks for me. I um. He cooks for you. Yeah, he's a really, he's a pretty good cook. I mean, he worked, he worked in restaurants his whole life, so he's okay. a pretty good cook. I can cook and I have cooked, but it just takes so much time. There's just so much stuff to do. And you got to clean it after. Cleaning is the bad part. I just want to do the eating part. I love that part. And if I could get rid of the other two parts on the, on the ends of it and just do the middle part. Is the boyfriend all right with everything that's happened with you? Like you're definitely more high profile than you were when you started dating. Yeah. My wife never cared about that stuff. Yeah. He, so one of the things about him I didn't know was a great thing about him until now is that he doesn't really care about celebrities. So he doesn't freak out when somebody that he likes is is somewhere. He's really cool around people that he admires, but he also right. doesn't admire that many people. But does he get protective? Is he Googling you? Is Some, it like a parent no, thing? No, he. I think we squashed that pretty quickly. We decided that wasn't going to be a healthy thing for him to do. He's just good at keeping me grounded. Like without him, I think it would have been very easy to float off into the world of thinking Start I'm better cocaine. than I am. Yeah. I, may, I mean, I did that. <laughs> no, I think it would have been easy to lose my footing and buy into my own hype if I didn't have him to remind buy into me. Buy your own that, hype, I like that. Yeah, to remind me that I, I'm lazy and I didn't do my laundry that week. Like he's there to bring me back, which is good. So I feel you, bad for him. He's got to put up with a lot of shit. Like what? Like me, you know, going out and to L.A. Like right now, he's back home and I'm here and I'm going back and forth and I'm busy a lot and I'm working a lot and he's been. Well, it's not like you, you left him with the kids. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We want to get a dog and it's been tough to figure out a time that my life will slow down for a second because I want to get a dog and it'll be my first dog, so I want to do it right and learn how to be good at training it. The first dog always means the most. Yeah, it's an kids, important moment. I love my kids equally. My first dog, I love the most. Mm. Because it's the first one. It's like, it becomes like your fake kid, basically. Right. So I just loved our first dog. Of right. course, she had to go die when she was six. But That's not fair. Yeah, it wasn't fair. I'm not prepared. Don't get for a golden part. retriever. Golden retrievers are cancer machines. Really? That's my advice after having two so of them. So I was between golden retriever and black lab. Yeah. And we had two that lasted a combined 16 years. Yeah. And wow. and one was gone at six, and one was gone overnight at age 10. Oh. Yeah. And that's it. And meanwhile, these mutts live until they're like 200. You've got a beautiful mutt now. I know. 
She's great, right? She's the best. That's that's. I think that's where you go. I think the mutts live. Yeah. But when I was a kid, golden retrievers lived till they were like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, I, I don't they know what changed. The, the reliable. Breed. They got two inbred. Speaking of dogs, but don't do this Westminster dog show thing. Speaking of do? dogs. <laughs> speaking of dogs, tell us about the Westminster dog show. What's um, going on there? I don't even know what I'm allowed to say about it. Okay, don't say anything. It's just a special. It was a best of special. We did it with Fred Willard from, you know, Best in Show. Yeah. He He was unbelievable in that movie. Yeah, he was. And also on this special. So I don't know when that airs, but he's one of the rare underrated funny people. Yeah. Most funny people are either properly rated or overrated. He's actually underrated. Like the body of his work. He's been involved in a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Anything else? No. For Fox? Nothing? The network's kind of changed. A little bit. They've hired some people. What do you think of Jamie Horowitz? This has been a very fun podcast, What Bill? do you think of Jamie Horowitz? I think he is a lovely, kind, funny man who is very nice. I've known him for a long time. Yeah. Big what do you Pats think fan? of Jamie Horowitz? Big Pats fan? Yes, tall. he is. Very tall. Excellent hoops player. Cool. Selfish, though. When he plays basketball? Yeah, he's me first. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Kobe Bryant and Jamie Horowitz. Oh, yeah. There's a sentence I'd love to take out of context. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. But in a good way, like especially in a game he's he should be shooting most of the time unless it's the highest level game. Yeah. Like it's your best chance to win and stay on the court. Right. But at the same time, there are times where you feel a little like Lamar Odom Kwame Brown circa <laughs> mid 2006. where You're just kind of like, all right, I'm going to set some picks and be good. But he is helpful that way. Yeah. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. He's very nice. I've known him a long time. He I takes know. too much shit in certain in certain circles, which I don't like. Really? Yeah. Oh, you mean I know what circles you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. But he's okay with that. He can play the heel. He enjoys it. He does. He does like the wrestling heel thing. You never got into the wrestling thing. No, I tried. You tried? I tried because of you and people who I like that like it, but I, it's just, I, I think I was too late to it. I can't get over the acting. Like, I gotta watch soap operas. I just can't. I can't. It's not a thing for me, so... I respect soap you. Yeah, it's what everybody always compares it to. It's one of those things that you had to, if you didn't get into it by the time you were eight, it's probably not Yeah, like I liked it as a kid and then I just it. sort of left it and I never came back to it. I watched all the other sports that were real. We, I, did I make you 10% uncomfortable with some of the questions? I feel like I did. No. Are you sure? Yeah, I just don't, I now never I know what bad. I'm, I don't, I never know what I'm allowed to say and then I get phone calls and I get yelled at that like, why did you say that you did that thing and we weren't supposed to say anything, so... Oh, but we I'll can take it out. Feign ignorance. No, I'm. It's fine. I don't want. You know what I'm not taking out is the Jamie Horowitz, Kobe Bryant. Comparison. You said that, so don't. I know. Edit that well, out. it's true. That's why I said don't it. Don't edit your podcast. Now he's actually more like Gilbert Arenas, but pre-gun Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> That's an important because he will pass. Kobe would never pass. Jamie would pass. It's just normally you know it's going up. Yeah. And he will pull up on three and ones and shoot a three. <laughs> With the two other wide open guys. You know those guys? You know, watching basketball, like, oh, that was a terrible shot. Jamie will take those. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how long are you in LA? Till uh, Thursday afternoon. Thanks for coming by. Now I owe you a podcast. You, okay, so you'll edit this out. No, I won't. I won't edit it out. I won't edit it out. You already are promised for your first ever podcast guest, right? No, I- First official podcast guest. I have to go on, I have to do one other podcast thing where I'm the guest. Yeah. And I promised you I would do the second one. Yep. But so, do, where do we do that? New York? Well, we could do it in New York. We wanted to do it here now, but fine. You can't. So um, 
here just, now yeah well so my thought was that we would do like a part one part two so we'd do yours we'd stop we'd say to listen to the rest of it go to katie's podcast oh, and that's, get all your that would have been a good idea yeah it was a fantastic idea yeah, and you said no can't do it rude i only have one request when we do the one on your thing you what? have to wear a yarmu yager wig <laughs> the entire time okay fine the things i do <laughs> for you yeah that's when, have fine. you broken one out in the show yet have you had yager on no what the, now that you should have Yagra. I agree. That should absolutely be somebody on your so show. So you are under the impression that booking for my show is as easy as booking for your show. It's Yarmir Yag. What's he doing? Where is he? Is he still? He's not still playing hockey. Yeah, he, he can't is. be. Is he yeah, still on the he team? Did, he won the All Star vote and then he tweeted like, "I'm too old. I'm not actually going to." What team do that. is he on? Yep, Panthers. Oh, I haven't seen them yet this year. Yeah, but anyway, uh, booking for our show is so a little he, bit more difficult. When he comes to New York, I can't believe Yarmir Yager is still playing. I thought when he did that little Bruins thing, I thought it was over. Yeah, it wasn't. I Until the playoffs start, I only follow hockey based on who came to play the Kings. So like they had, uh, which McCullough? I'm so ashamed of you right now. No, they had Tampa. I'm just like, it hurts. I, no, what's, it's freaking just ten, be a Bruins 10 month fan. season. How hard is that? Well, just be a Bruins fan. You're a sellout. I get in when it comes to when around March. Oh, cool. Around March. Fuck you. I don't want to watch hockey. And, I don't want to watch hockey That's on TV fine, in but November. You, but you're watching. The I know Kings. what's going on the Bruins. I'm going to the games. Yeah, I know. I'm going it's to the just, Kings it hurts. games. It hurts. Why does it hurt? Because it's an LA team, and you're just like a fan of them. Not a fan. Yeah. I like going to hockey games. Yeah, whatever. You're right. When the Bruins come, I wear a Bruins jersey. not going to argue with you about it. But I will argue, you have to do my... I'm not kidding. By the way, this wasn't a year to be to to jump in feet first with the Bruins. Yeah, After I know. they gutted the team and This was the year, a whole bunch are you jumping in feet first? You should already be submersed with water way no, over your head. I mean, in head. November. Yeah, whatever, Bill. I don't have time for this. It's a special um, breed of people who watch hockey on TV in December. What up, Cammy Nolan? That's my mom. All the time. Doesn't miss a I Bruins I know. Those game. are the old schools. Doesn't miss a Bruins My dad game. watches all the Bruins. My favorite thing, my parents have season tickets, but they're in the balcony. They're in three, 319, something like that. And I love going home and going and sitting in their section. It's so fun. It's so much more fun than sitting anywhere else. You get some, some legit fans There's character. There. We yeah. know all the people that have season tickets around us. They're wonderful people, like lifelong friends now. That's what we had with the Celtics. And then all those people eventually, each year, like three more of them were gone. It was like Walking Dead. It, from like the early 80s all the way through to the Fleet Center, the section just changed. Mm. And then it was just, didn't know anybody. Fleet Center. Bleh. Fleet Center. Remember that? Yeah. What's Bleh. it now? TD Bank North Garden? Yeah. Just the garden. Like it should be. I don't feel right about calling it the garden. Let's say you get a dog, dog dies. Do you just name the second dog the same dog name? No. I guess that's fair. They murdered the garden. They knocked it down. It's TD Garden, whatever. Just call it like TD, whatever. It's tough because in New York, the garden is Madison Square Garden, which growing up for me, the garden was the garden. I know that's a big point of contention with the New York people. Yeah. Well, I let them win because they're exhausting. Yarmir Yarger's still playing? Don't look at him. Look at me. Is he 45? I'd say 30, 40, He's mid 40. No, he's mid 40s. Yeah. 43. 43. He's in college. Crushing it still. And the Bruins played, I think it was 91. He was on that team. 
was Lemieux and Yager. That was like, it was 91. That was like when Samuelson basically ruined Neely's career. Mm-hmm. Dickhead. This leg out thing. Mm-hmm. My son's playing hockey now and it's like, I know yeah? him to get, oh yeah. That's exciting. Oh yeah. He's into it. He what loves a, it. What's he, a, a center wing? What's he, what's he rocking? Goalie? Don't wing. let him be a goalie. No, Goalies are He likes scoring. Okay. No, That's, I, that'll come in useful. Which, what do you mean? I was making a joke. You said your son likes school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The goalies, uh, that's a different breed. Yeah. We sit behind the, the goalies at the Kings games, and they all have some sort of mutant form of like ADD crossed with something. Like mm-hmm. they have all these little rituals that mm-hmm. they have to stick to, and they're maniacs. Mm-hmm. Even Quick, who's pretty normal, and I've talked to him a couple times. Yeah. They're a little, you they watch have to him. be a little crazy. Yeah, they they, they, they got to drink the water bottle. They got to spray it a certain yeah. way. Yeah. Whole thing. Uh, plug something. Uh, my show is garbage, garbage time. time. <laughs> Midnight East Coast Wednesday, and nine at nine o'clock West Coast. Is it every Wednesday. every Wednesday or do you take little hiatus? Every months? Wednesday. You don't have a little hiatus. We, we only get twenty episodes at a time. They only pick up twenty episodes at a time. So, we, is that we, because they want you to feel like you you're not totally loved and you have to probably work for their love? Probably some sort of. Haven't they come at you with some giant deal? Not yet, Bill. Just 20 episodes at a time. Crushing them, though. And what's the podcast called? The Katie Nolan Podcast no, or the Garbage Time, time Podcast? Garbage Time Podcast. Garbage Time Podcast. Garbage Time with Katie Nolan Podcast. Garbage, just Garbage Time Podcast. Available on Nolan. Stitcher. Yep. iTunes. Yep. SoundCloud. Yep. So are mine. Those are oh all my things goodness. my podcast is available. It's almost as if we followed a model. Mm. Thanks to Dunkin' Donuts. They just launched their DD Perks loyalty program. It's how Dunkin' Donuts shows its appreciation to its loyal fans because that's how they roll. Members earn points toward free beverage rewards. They get exclusive offers and great perks. They even get a free beverage on their birthday. What? Sign up at ddperks.com or by downloading the Dunkin' Mobile app. Get a free beverage when you enroll. Use promo code BS when signing up. Participation may vary. Thanks to stamps.com for sponsoring today's podcast. Don't threaten the holiday spirit by being miserable in line at the post office. Oh, you love when I do the stamps.com. This is a good one. I need to meet your person who does the impersonation. You've met him, but he hasn't done the impersonation for you. I'm going to have to call. You're going to have to do it on the phone. Yeah. Well, don't threaten the holiday spirit by being miserable in line at the post office, people. Head over to stamps.com. Get a free week, four-week trial. That includes a $110 bonus offer, free postage, and a digital scale. Go to stamps.com. Click on that microphone top of the homepage. Type in BS. That's stamps.com. Enter BS. Thanks to SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor that just launched a new platform to buy and sell event tickets. Learn more at SeatGeek.com slash BS. They sent an awesome hat. SeatGeek did? Yeah, that, they have great hats. This is a Most weird... people have lousy hats. Okay. Or maybe they just don't look good on me because I have a giant head. Is it like a... This hat actually looks good on me. Like I have a, a big hat. hat? Is it like a... Yeah, I'll show it to you when... when oh, when I'm excited leaving. to yeah, see Seat the SeatGeek hat. You're going to be jealous of the SeatGeek hat. Uh, thanks to Katie and all. Good seeing you. Next time we do this, we'll be on your turf. God damn you right. You played it two road be. games. Yeah, I have. And now I have to go. This is a home and home. And I get to ask you questions. You get to ask me questions. About your boyfriend. I'll be so. <laughs> I don't want to talk about him. Uh, yeah, we'll do this again. Thank well, you. Congratulations on everything. Thank you. You I'm, too. I'm very proud of you. Oh. I mean that in the least condescending way possible. That's not condescending. No, it's good. You've done a really good. You've had a nice little arc. Thank you. All right, good. Talk to you soon. Okay. We about this bitch. Anytime y'all want to see me again, rewind this track right here, close your eyes, and picture me rolling.